Hey there, Blue Beauties. Welcome to the Blue Beauty Podcast with The Cosmetic Clinic. I'm Carla, your host, and I'm going to be talking to some amazing people all about confidence, beauty, loving the skin you're in, and being the best version of you every day. So let's get into it. Hey there, Blue Beauties, and welcome back to the Blue Beauty Podcast with the Cosmetic Clinic. I'm super excited today. I know I say that every time. I say it every time that I'm super excited, but I actually am because today I am here with Ariel Keel. Is that how you say your last name? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you got it right first time. Um, and of course, I have been, I've seen you on the news recently and being New Zealand's first transgender Miss New Zealand 2020. So, and that was, tell me a little bit about that, Ariel, about winning that competition. Um, so that was in October last year. Um, it was dragged out for like a long time because of COVID, but um, yeah, it was my first pageant ever so it was a new experience but at the same time like I like studied pageants religiously prior to that so ah. I knew what I was getting into. So what made you decide to to enter the, the competition the um, the pageant sorry I keep saying competition it's a pageant isn't it? Um, it's a bit of both um, I always wanted to do it as a kid like yeah um, Filipino and like in like the Philippines like pageantry is like rugby to Kiwis so it's like a big thing so it's been a dream of mine since I was little with a bowl cut um and yeah I, I can't bowl- imagine that yeah oh my god no the photos are it doesn't even feel like it's me it feels like I have a little brother or something but um yeah it's been a dream of mine since I was little yeah. and I never in a million years thought that it would ever happen wow but yeah amazing and that's i mean that's just that's i mean it's kind of the epitome really of of that whole presenting yourself to the world you know sort of who this is me this is who i am i mean the amount of confidence that has to come in into entering a pageant like that and putting yourself out there how where does that come from like how did that confidence just how did you get through it did you ever have like moments where you're like what am i doing what am i thinking what am i putting myself through or were you like tell me about your journey a little bit yeah so um in the beginning i was i kind of went into it blindly it was just like a dream of mine so i just went into it with like uninhibited enthusiasm and positivity (laughs) but i think it started to hit me when um I was getting like negative comments online and I think that's when I was like oh my god like what am I doing like no like this is like why am I doing this kind of thing um Mm. and at the same time I just recovered from my surgery um like gender reassignment surgery so I was coming into my own as a woman so it was a lot doing the pageant and then adjusting to a new body um and then getting hate online but I feel like I've come out like a lot stronger so I don't regret anything and I'm grateful for the good the bad the (laughs) in-between yeah but I mean and and now look at you I mean I mean there's always going to be haters haters are going to be haters I mean unfortunately with the human race that's just something that we have to kind of deal with but I think it's about being able to sort of filter that out yeah and just go I'm sorry that you have your issues, but they're not my issues. Yeah. You know, um, that's just that's just incredible because, I mean, you're so beautiful. Oh, I mean, stunning, you. gorgeous. When did you start sort of really knowing that you were feminine? 
Um, I knew from like the jump that I was like a feminine soul. I grew up like super conservative, so I didn't really understand or like have the words to articulate how I was feeling. It wasn't until I got like older and you know, like Googled stuff and that's when I understood myself. But you know, from the get go I've been feminine, like I loved like loved playing with the dolls. Um used to paint my nails when I was a kid, but I'd get in trouble and stuff. So things like that. Yeah. Wow. And when was it that you really started your journey? Like, um, I mean, obviously it was, so if you'd just had surgery, gender reassignment surgery last year. last year. Yeah. Wow. So, and how long before that sort of had you been, had you known? So at what age did you really start becoming Ariel? Um, I knew when I was 18, because mm-hmm. um, I was like Googling stuff um and spoke to other trans people online and then that's understood um how i was feeling and stuff and it took me five years to find the courage to actually start hormones and wow. yeah i started at 23 and now i'm 27. wow would it what did that do to your skin like on the journey like between i mean because there must be and there would be people out there you know listeners wondering what does that do to you know when you start taking hormones what does that do to my skin you know if you're going from being sort of um you know having like i mean i know for a start we talked about this just before but my youngest son who's 15 um believes he should have been born a girl and he's going through this whole thing at the moment and one of the questions he asked me just the other day literally just the other day we were talking about it he said Mum, you you know the guys at the cosmetic clinic. He said, "How how young, how old do I have to be before I can start getting laser hair removal?" And he, of course, he's talking about his, you know, because his he's got a seventeen year old brother who's shaving, and you know, yeah. it's like his. I'm um, he walks into his room and he's like, you know, I'm gonna start growing a moustache, and Felix is freaking out, going, "Ah, I don't ever want to have a moustache. I'm a girl, you know." And so, did you did you have moments like that? Like, you know, how did you how did that sort of the skin side of things? Yeah. And, um, I'm very lucky that I hit male puberty very late. Um, I think I was like 16 when I hit puberty. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was like four foot seven until then. Um, and I never really grew like facial hair, like in the way like men would, like I didn't get like a five o'clock shirt or anything. It's like your soul knew anyway. It was yeah. just like, hang on, we're not, what, what are we doing? We're not it was like putting off male puberty, <laughs> like, um but yeah um in terms of my skin i found that starting hormones actually made my skin so much nicer just from my personal experience like i used to get like pimples like quite bad like especially on my forehead yeah and i noticed that yeah after starting hormones it just sort of cleared away again meant to be a girl yeah the universe is like finally finally Uh, because your skin is beautiful like i'm i'm sitting here i mean you guys can't see this but i'm looking at your cheeks and just going how are they so perfect and smooth oh my goodness so you have had some skin treatments at the cosmetic clinic talk talk to me about sort of some of your favorite treatments and uh yeah so i've had microdermabrasion um and i don't really know much about like my skin Prior to that, I kind of just rested on having, like, you know, like, naturally okay skin. But it was really nice. Like, they put your head in this thing that takes a really unflattering photo. I'll be observed. Yeah. Yeah, skin analysis. Yeah. But it's, like, really good because it's really insightful and it tells you, like, all the problem areas of your skin, like, what's good, what needs to be improved. And they can sort of tailor 
like skin treatments to you that way and yeah um with the microdermabrasion it was really nice because i felt like my skin was like properly clean yeah oh man so many people have said that to me it's like the it's the first time um my daughter who's 21 she went and I, I gave her a wee treat i gave her a wee 10 step for um just because she's awesome and she came out and i picked her up and she was just like oh my gosh my skin has never been so clean and it was yeah. just literally she was just glowing and i and she said touch it touch it you know so i was touching her face I was like wow damn that's clean yeah. so um yeah i love the microdermal abrasions as well what about like um skin like the balance and things like have you yeah. been using balance yeah products? i've been using balance religiously i've been using the amazing face cleanser which is good because it also removes makeup and yes yeah so it's like a really good like cleanser and um i've used the is it the, the serum oh yeah the serums there yeah. are yeah there's a few of them like the um there's the vitamin c i use the brightening for pigmentation yeah, i think i have the brightening one and yeah. the moisturizer and the sunblock yeah sunblock so important yeah so important in new zealand i grew up in the south island where everyone was just like sun <laughs> we don't need to worry about that but yeah i'm now finding out thanks to the observed skin analysis that there is deep pigmentation in there from sun damage which is great now nah, they've got me on a great program the brightening serums that are amazing um so what kind of preparation goes i mean in the whole i can't I, my mind is boggling you're coming into this pageant you've just had you've you've just had gender reassignment surgery what kind of preparation comes into you know to actually competing like you know uh the, the, is the you know the evening wear and the bikini wear and all of that kind of stuff you know and and making sure your skin is perfect talk to me a little bit about what kind of process going, yeah. goes on so i'm currently in like pageant prep mode at the moment for my international pageant yeah um i don't know if you heard my tummy rumble before i'm quite hungry um but i'm doing like intermittent fasting oh wow um I'm just trying to get in like the best like physical and mental state possible and i'm like yeah. gymming four days a week um which is crazy because i'm normally like that's so committed eating kfc and just <laughs> lying in bed like that's me to a t so gymming four days a week is quite strange for me um and yeah just like sorting out my looks um practicing my walk practicing my q a yeah photo shirts um do like an introduction video um just mentally prepare myself for all that fun yeah. stuff what goes into you were talking about like getting mentally prepared what yeah. what kind of what goes into that like what do you what do you mean by being mentally prepared for a pageant um i think just not looking at the other girls as competition and not getting the competition side of it yeah um too in my head and just focusing on me and yeah. like that sounds so cliche but trying to be the best Ari going overseas because I feel like even if you do well if you're focused on the competition side you're not gonna enjoy the experience that's so true yeah that's so true like that I love what you just said then um, being the best Ari you know being the best version of you that you can possibly be yeah and that includes not just how you look that includes everything from how you're thinking how you're feeling like do you do you do things like um you know eating obviously obviously yeah. you're intermittent fasting but like drinking loads of water and yeah. all those all those kinds of sort of beauty prep things that yeah. help as well yeah i've stopped like 
having, you know, the odd drink on the weekend with friends and I've just sort of tried to focus on, yeah, just gymming, eating healthy, living healthy, yeah. staying on top of my skincare routine. <laughs> exactly. So how about, I was talking about being the best version of you as well. Talk to me a little bit about how that, how that sort of, I mean, because I mean, I feel like, I feel like you've got this unique perspective on being the best version of you because obviously um, being born, a, you know, a little boy and then going through the process and, and making those decisions, how do you, how do, how did you come to that whole, this is the actual best version of me, this, this is the real me, how did, what was that like? Um, I think for like the longest time I'd look in the mirror and I'd just, see a sad boy who was living a lie. Um, I kind of felt like I was compromising my happiness just to, I guess, like please other people um, and out of fear of like rejection from society and like family and stuff. Um, and I knew that the person that I saw in the mirror like wasn't me, it was like a shell of me or like, I knew that would be just like, a part of my life I look back on and be like, I remember the little boy that I used to be kind of thing. Um, and yeah, I've worked super hard to get to the point where I can like look in the mirror and just see a woman emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually. And yeah, I've always admired like women that were like beautiful and confident and just owned who they were unapologetically. And, yeah always said like I want to be that one day and yeah I feel like I have and I mean and you're still so young you've still got so much to to give to the world to bring to the world and to I mean I know that you you've been really vocal in, in encouraging others you know to to be who they are and to not be afraid or ashamed those sorts of things I mean and I, I mean I know exactly sort of what you're going through with with my youngest Felix and, and things it's it's there's it can be a tough world out there you know um as you're saying before with the haters and you know, people texting you and or messaging you and stuff, seeing what you're doing. How does how does that sort of affect um, your ability just to sort of go out there and just be proud of who you are? I think um, I did like I thought I was a lot tougher than I was before entering the pageant, and when I got the hate, I had a meltdown. Um, but now I think like I've processed it and I've actually experienced it firsthand. I've just I just tell myself that one these people would never say it to my face they're hiding behind a keyboard and if anything it speaks volumes about how scared they are um and two like they don't put food on my table they don't put a roof over my head they don't you know they're not part of my support system so at the end of the day these people are nothing and their words are just words and sometimes words can hurt but it's if you think about it's like we have the power to give their words impact on our life yeah exactly if I we, yeah. chose to cry about it I can cry about it or I can just laugh at the idea that they're probably not happy people <laughs> so right they probably are not happy people and I'm, and I mean really have you got nothing better to do seriously yeah. please <laughs> um so what is your what's what are some of the favorite things about can I ask you this is this weird what are yeah. some of your favorite things about being a girl um one of my favorite things about being a girl is that, uh, for an example, if I was walking down the street and I dropped like textbooks and stuff, I was a boy, <laughs> people would just not even look twice. But as a girl, 
like guys will come up and be like, oh my God, I didn't handle that. So like <laughs> just, you know, the small things like that. Yeah. Like, we'll open doors for you. Chivalry is not yeah. dead, people. Chivalry is not dead. <laughs> in some ways it is. In some ways it's still there. But um, yeah, and I feel like, I don't know, like the sisterhood that women have, like, yeah, you know, like girl code, that sort of thing. I love that. Like, I just... Just knowing that, like, for example, I'm in town and I'm stranded or whatever, and if I see another female, like, yeah. I know, like, straight away, like, we'll have each other's back. It's, it's just, like, a girl eye. thing. Yeah. Like, if you see a girl crying in town, you don't just walk past her. You're like, yeah. who made you, you cry? Like, are you okay? Is it your ex? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> totally. Yeah. It, it, that is so true. There is a there is something about, yeah, girls sort of tend to, I mean, well, first of all, we talk. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, you know, we're, we're meant to be nurturers. That's, yeah. that's what we do, you know, looking, taking care of ourselves, taking care of others, mostly others. But, you know, I mean, and I guess that's one of the things that's sort of changing today in modern society as well is that, you know, as, as females, as feminines, um, we're allowed to take care of ourselves. You know, we're, we're, it's, it's not about putting everybody first, then you, you know, yeah. it's starting to become much more an important thing to be like, hey, no, take care of you. Because if you're feeling good, if you're confident, if you're happy, you can better take care of other people as well. So yeah. I'm really noticing that, you know, difference. With your support network and things, like who do you have around you? Because I know that there's been some press about, you know, your family yeah. struggles. But so who, who do you who do you fall back on when you need people? Um, so I have like an amazing relationship now with both my parents. Um, amazing. So at Christmas Yay. with my mother's the first time I saw her. In like three years. Wow, how was yeah. that? Um, at first, it was really scary because, um, like my goal was, I was like, I'm gonna like be on the news because my mum didn't want to know what I looked like. Oh, so yeah. for like three years, she had no idea what I looked like. Wow. And I was like, I'm, one day she's gonna turn on the TV or scroll on Facebook and she'll see me. I'm like, oh, yeah. it's gonna happen, and it happened. Yeah. So, wow. Um, she kind of had no choice. She'd like seen a photo of me. Um. And yeah, I think like my family back home in the Philippines, like encouraged her to just accept me because I think like the main thing for her was, oh my God, like what are people going to think? Um, but yeah. everyone, like my family back home has been so supportive because like pageantry is like big there. So they're like, oh my God. Wow. So they must be like, so now you're, you know, heading off to Egypt. You're, yeah. you know, you've won this, this amazing, you know, first transgender Miss New Zealand. And that must be massively exciting for them. Yeah, um, it's crazy because in the Philippines, like pageantry is so big. Like my cousin gets free brow tattoo touch-ups because she's my cousin. I'm like, oh. I don't get free brow tattoo touch-ups. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So she's like, um, um, I'm Ariel Keel's cousin, yeah. so hook I'm me like, up. I want some. <laughs> that's so funny. They're riding on your coattail, on your dress tails. <laughs> I love it. Um. Talk to me about some of the other treatments that you've had. I know that, you know, definitely, I mean, you've got such a beautiful face. Oh, I can see you. your lips are amazing. You've had a little bit of filler got done. Talk yeah. to me a little bit about some of the things that you've had done. Yeah, so I see Trish at um, Sylvia Park Cosmetic Clinic. She's, amazing. Yeah, she's lovely. We go way back. I've known her for, I think, like 10 years now. What? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's a long relationship. Yeah. And so, like, um, it's like comfortable like seeing her as like a friend and like yeah. I love seeing her because like she gets like what I want and like when I say certain things like I want my lips to look like the aerial filter 
on yeah. Instagram and she gets it. <laughs> and yeah, she like she's worked with me um in terms of like trying to enhance my face to yeah. the best version of yeah. Ari, as I was saying before, and keeping in mind things like makeup and stuff. Like mm-hmm. Trisha's got background with makeup artistry, so she really understands. Oh, wow, the aesthetic side as yeah. well. Yeah, amazing. Because, yeah. I mean, that's, that's one of the things, like, you know, sort of, you know, looking at your face in person, up close and personal, I can see, you know, I mean, it look you look so beautifully natural. Like, you, it, it doesn't look like you've had a lot of work done. And yeah. I think that's one of the things that people freak out a little bit about you know with particularly injectables they're like am I gonna look like some kind of you know trout lips or you know like "Mm." but I mean I guess that's one of the things that um you know is it's not about just filling your face with stuff and you know becoming something that's fake it's about enhancing who you actually are yeah so um I don't think any like nurse at cosmetic clinic would you know like send you off looking like a trout they actually (laughs) talk you through everything and like why they yeah. recommend doing this and how much product um they recommend using mm. um so it's not like they just pump you up and you know send you off um yeah. it's very detailed and very insightful because you get to really understand the points of your face like when i was getting yeah. cheek filler um trish was really talking me through the differences between the left side and right side of my face and how um, applying makeup would, I guess, like enhance that um, with the filler. Yeah. Oh, no. Wow. Yeah, because yeah, your blusher is beautiful. Oh, like, I mean, it's just like you're so amazingly pretty. Um, I mean, because I guess that's the thing. Did it as you sort of, you know, becoming more feminine and the, you know, getting some injectables and things. Did you start recog- looking in the mirror and start sort of going, "Wow, actually, there I am. That's yeah. me." Yeah, definitely. I feel like I don't know if you guys watch RuPaul's Drag Race, but I have watched all of RuPaul's Drag Race with Felix. Yes, <laughs> like I feel like me before is like on a regular season of Drag Race, and then after going to the cosmetic clinic, I'm like an all stars now. Like my face is enhanced. Like yeah. you know, like bit of filler in my face. So yeah, I feel like I'm the best version of me. I feel like I've leveled up like emotionally and mentally and I feel like the outside has also mm. done the same yeah and I feel like yeah I don't look like a different person I just have enhanced like what's already there kind of thing yeah I love that and I mean there's I think that's one of the things that you know people sort of um or it's certainly one of the things you know as I'm getting older that you know, I've, I don't feel my age. I don't feel like I'm running around with all these poor grown-up children and stuff. And, and you know, it's just I still feel like I'm their age. I still feel like 21, you know. Yeah. And so as I as I get older, and my, my, obviously I'm, you know, trying to stave off age as, as much as possible. But, you know, what's, what's wrong with taking care of yourself and enhancing yeah. a little bit what you have? Like, I mean, I've got some great cheekbones going on, and I want them to stay for a long time. So yeah. I'm going to work on that, you know. Um, you know, it's, there's so much less of a stigma these days about, you know, going and getting a few treatments. And, you know, I mean, especially things like microdermabrasion, that's just such a an amazing sort of non-invasive treatment that just completely just gives you this incredible glow, resets your face, so clean, so amazing, and just, you know, 
there's no needles or anything like yeah. that. It's awesome. I feel like especially like if you're like a makeup lover like me, I love wearing makeup, like you can buy, you know, like Marc Jacobs coconut primer all you want, but if your skin isn't like, you know, if your skin isn't in good condition, your makeup is never going to, you know, sit mm. right or it's not going to like look as good as it can. So it's good to, I guess, like, focus on your skin first because it is essentially like the canvas that's so that's actually that's so true and often i mean you can i it sounds terrible but you know like putting your spending the time and the money or you know putting that investment into your own skin it's you're right no amount of makeup is is actually going to cover bad skin no you know i mean it's it's there and i mean who wants to be caked all day The more natural you can be, the better, you know. So that I guess that's one of the other things that these treatments that people sort of don't realize how much these treatments and how much you know a program can do, like a skin journey, is actually you know makeupless days become possible, you know. Yeah. And you don't feel like a like raccoon <laughs> like wearing no makeup, you know. Yeah, exactly. With like dark eyes yeah. and breakouts and things like that, because I mean, yeah, it is. It's quite amazing. Um, so. Tell me a little bit about confidence, a little bit more. I know we've talked, we've touched on it, but I just want to sort of focus on this at the moment because I think it's like it's one of the most important things. Like, how how do you keep maintain? How do you maintain that confidence level? Like, what do you do for yourself to put you in that spot where you're feeling the best, Ari? You know. Yeah. I mean, I what lie? I definitely have days where my confidence is you know like rock bottom um you know we're all human um and i do struggle with um like anxiety and like ptsd and stuff from when i was living as a wrong gender and like early on in my mm-hmm. transition when i'd get like a lot of stares and stuff because like i obviously didn't hate the term but pass well in society um yeah but i feel like i just to, for me to like keep my confidence I practice like gratitude I mm. just like remember to be grateful for like how far I've come and I think like the main thing for me personally like I used to always like look in the mirror and see like the old me um yeah and like you know smaller parts of my face and that would you know like trigger like a bad day or like a bad week for me and I think things like I'm getting fuller and stuff have like I, ha- I haven't changed my face but I don't have as much of those moments anymore yeah um so I don't feel like as haunted yeah by yeah the other thing wow that's 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 a big word there I feel like haunted from you know who you were do you yeah. really like as you got I mean obviously you've achieved this incredible thing which is so amazing and you're such a, a role model and, you know, so so inspiring for, for the younger people, younger girls, boys, unicorns, everything, you know, moving forward and things. Um, that's, I mean, yeah, just I think the fact that you're letting us a little bit into, you know, that you're not perfect and it hasn't been an easy road is, is really inspiring. And thank you for that. That's huge. Um, Ariel, good luck with everything. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming on and chatting to us today. Um, I wish you all the best. <laughs> when Thank is it you're you. going? Um, October. In October, yeah. Wow. That's not far away. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm freaking out. I'm like, I have so much to do. 
Uh, I think you're going to be amazing. And I mean, I guess uh, you already sound like you've got the right kind of headspace where it's just like you're just going to go and be the best version of Ari as you possibly can and have a lot of fun and learn and just, you know, keep being you because you are amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Good luck. Bye. Bye. What an absolutely amazing story and what an amazing woman. Meeting uh, Ariel Kiel today was has just been so inspiring. And uh, honestly, I know I've said this a million times, her skin is amazing. Like, I'm just, I'm blown away. Flabbergasted, oh my goodness. Um, I want every single treatment that she has had at the cosmetic clinic. I know that I'm going to be booking that in as soon as I possibly can, as you should as well. Um, so look, if if you want to make sure that you're following uh, what happens with Ariel as she's going to compete in the Miss Intercontinental competition um, pageant in Egypt on the 29th of October, you can follow her on Instagram at ariel.keel. That's A-R-I-E-L-L-E dot K-I-E-L. Um, I'm sure she'd love it if you followed her her journey. Uh, but also, we'll be keeping an eye on her at the Cosmetic Clinic as well. So make sure you're following us too at the Cosmetic Clinic NZ. Awesome. We'll see you next time, my beautiful blue beauties. Talk to you soon.